no mercy now There's no more forgiveness No running now Cause you've made it my business Etched in my mind The sins of your past are slapping me my friends and welcome to another Sunday edition of the Royal Ramble. I'm your host Blaine the Brain and I've got a lot on my brain today. As Uncle Jesse from Full House would say, have mercy. But there's no mercy to be had next Saturday in Bakersfield, California as the NXT crew has some serious scores to settle. I'll get to that in just a bit. First, I have to discuss what's on everyone's mind. We have officially entered the 2023 fall season. Pumpkin spice is seemingly everywhere, and just like the leaves and the weather are changing, changes are also happening in the WWE lately. As of a couple of weeks ago, the purchase was made official, and they are now under new ownership with TKO. It may be a terrible thing to say, but I think we all expected this. I just didn't think it would happen so soon that we'd see so many WWE releases. It started with some releases in the office, but then extended to talent releases. I'm not a business owner, so I don't quite understand how a company that just made billions from this deal still has to make these so-called budget cuts. You can't see it right now, but I'm air quoting and also rolling my eyes. I always fear that I may go cross-eyed one day, just trying to understand WWE logic, or actually wrestling logic in general. On the other side of the coin, I kind of get it. Why would you pay someone to just sit around and do nothing? But that's not really the fault of the performers. That's on WWE Creative for having nothing for them, and those are the individuals that should be looked at. Not that I'm a huge proponent of people losing their jobs. I've been there before, and I'm sure many of you have as well, and it sucks. So we can kind of relate to those who are in that situation. It's not fun, and most of these people have families, mortgages, and other responsibilities. Then again, there are no certainties in life, and if I were in WWE for as long as some of these people, I probably would have saved enough money in an emergency fund. Looking at this list, there are a few surprises thrown in there, but most of them aren't too shocking. Dolph Ziggler is one of the most surprising just because he's been there for almost 20 years and has helped elevate talent. He's had multiple gimmick changes, multiple titles, and been involved in some memorable feuds during his run, what lately but has just been kind of in limbo. I'm surprised that they didn't just make him a road agent like so many veterans before him, including his former tag team partner Robert Roode. In fact, one of his former Spirit Squad teammates, Ken Doan, is also part of that team. Shelton Benjamin is another veteran, but he's been through this before, so nothing new to him. And his career is winding down, so I'm sure there will be value in another company hiring him down the road. We finally solved the mystery of Ezekiel and Elias. Both are released. I kind of feel bad for the guy having to basically change his look under the company's watch and then never really being taken seriously. Riddick Moss kind of makes sense. I personally was never into his gimmick, but never wanted to see him lose his job over it. 
Emma is a little more surprising, especially since WWE has just announced the Elimination Chamber event on her home turf in Australia next year, but not surprising in the sense that she and Moss are a couple. I actually think they may hire both, or at least her, back by January, just in time for Elimination Chamber. Rick Boogs is not really a surprise. He had an impressive look, but in my opinion, a gimmick that never really worked. But again, that's on creative rather than the performer. He's someone that I could see being repackaged in Impact, perhaps, maybe in a tag team with Jake something. So they both have a similar look. Masse and Mansoir were also let go, and this one was kind of expected since they lost both of their mouthpieces. They did all they could with the gimmick, but I don't feel like it ever really suited either one of them. I am a bit surprised that Mansoor was released as they still do the Saudi shows. In fact, aside from Sami Zayn, I believe that they released everyone with a Middle Eastern background, including my fellow Torontonian Aaliyah. I'm sure this was all coincidence, but hopefully the only good to come out of this will be the cancellation of future Saudi shows. Masse actually took to Twitter, stating that he will be keeping the Up Up Down Down Championship that he won, it's not like WWE won't just create another one anyway, but that's a good way to get rehired. Top Dalla was also let go, and this one can't be a surprise considering that he's been buried on commentary lately and supposedly had a lot of heat on him. Dana Brooke has finally started to gain some momentum in NXT, so that one was a bit of a surprise as well. There are a few others, but perhaps the most surprising of the bunch is Mustafa Ali. Ordinarily, I wouldn't think that. He is a hell of a talent, but was given a bunch of terrible gimmicks and really hasn't been able to recover from his retribution days. Again, that's no fault of the performer, but I feel like they never really knew what to do with this guy. The surprising thing is that he was booked on next week's NXT show to challenge Dominic Mysterio for the North American title. I'm curious to see how they'll explain this on television, but it looks like they'll just pretend like the match was never booked to begin with. And they've already started an angle with Dom and Dragon Lee, so I can see there being a non-finish on Raw this week that leads to a rematch at No Mercy. One thing's for sure, and that's that Dragon Lee needs to stop losing matches. But I don't see that streak ending at No Mercy. I think because Dominic saved JD McDonough a couple weeks ago, JD will return the favor here and end up costing Dragon the match, trying to prove his loyalty to Judgment Day. Another rematch expected to take place is for the NXT Women's Championship. It'll be Tiffany Stratton challenging Becky Lynch in an Extreme Rules match. Looking at the NXT roster, I see more upside to Tiffany winning the belt back, not only getting the rub, but also because there seems to be a larger number of babyface challengers than heels on the brand. I don't see it happening here though, and I think Becky will stick around a little longer to help elevate the brand and the title. So I predict Becky going over with another clean win, perhaps using the kendo stick to put more pressure on the disarm her, making Tiffany tap. Noam Dar also puts the Heritage Cup on the line against the winner of next week's match between Butch and Joe Coffey. I'm not so much a fan of the heel versus heel dynamic, and I feel like Butch is another talent brought down from the main roster to try and get more eyes on the NXT product. So I think he wins the shot and the Heritage Cup so he can bring it to SmackDown. Speaking of heel versus heel, we also have Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin on this show. This could be another one of those big men slapping meat type matches, but I don't see this staying one-on-one. -on -one. I think Von Wagner makes his triumphant return this coming week, and then they make it a triple threat, which Braun Breaker ultimately wins to earn his way back into the title picture. And then it's the big one for the NXT world title with Ilya Dragunov challenging Carmelo Hayes in a rematch from the Great American Bash. Neither man has had a bad match this year. 
In fact, more often than not, these guys have usually the best match on the card. I expect no different here, but I think this match puts an end to the reign of Hayes. He's had a good run, but I don't think it does Dragunov any favors to lose twice to Carmelo. They have been teasing something with Trick Williams, and I can see him turning on his friend Melo and costing him the championship, so those two branch off into their own feud while Dragunov reigns as champion. So the next NXT event I believe is Halloween Havoc at the end of October. Here are my match predictions in this week's fantasy forecast. Ilya Dragunov vs. Tyler Bate for the NXT World Championship. Carmelo Hayes vs. Trick Williams. Braun Breaker vs. Von Wagner in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match. Becky Lynch defends the women's title in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match, but instead of match choices, it'll be opponent choices on the wheel to decide who gets the shot. Dominic Mysterio vs. Axiom for the North American title, as Dom seems to have a problem with masked wrestlers. Tony D'Angelo and Stax vs. the Creed Brothers for the NXT Tag Team titles. So that'll do it for another week. I will be back next week to review this show and also preview both the AEW Dream Card and WWE Fastlane, and I'll review both of those shows the following weekend. Until then, I leave you with an ABC up.